Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeves. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And today we're talking about our uh, viewer's choice, Labyrinth. Yeah, The Labyrinth with David Bowie. Which Craig cannot spell. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get to that a little later. (laughs) It's been the bane of my existence for the last week. I've been having to write it in like calendars. I've been having to write it in like, you know, upcoming, here's what we're recording. I can cannot spell that goddamn <laughs> word. There's I's in there. There's Y's in there. It's a, what a piece of shit word this is. <laughs> you just, just have to pronounce it differently in your head. That's no. what I've been doing. I've just been going labyrinth and then just writing that every time. <laughs> <laughs> I still feel like that I can turn into a Y. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't even spell it right here in my book. I'm, oh, I've no. Given up all, my, all of my notes are nightmare. Uh, uh, They're yeah. pure nightmare. I uh, know. Just use the word maze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a maze. <laughs> yeah, it is a maze, truly. <laughs> so, I mean, maze does have the energy of being more like on the back of a cereal box than like a land filled with like trolls, but whatever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It t- kind of does pull away from the whimsy <laughs> and magicalness that is <laughs> this world, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess the basic plot line of this movie is uh, this girl that doesn't want to babysit her brother anymore wishes him away, it happens, and then she immediately regrets that decision. Right. And wishes him to be taken by the Goblin King. Yeah, something very specific, by yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. And then she has to solve this uh, the the labyrinth. labyrinth in order yeah. to go get her brother back. Yeah. It's kind of a fun little adventure. Um, and who's the villain in this? David Bowie. David Bowie, <laughs> the Goblin, Jareth the Goblin King. Jareth. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jared? Jareth. Yes. <laughs> Jared? Bowie. Jareth. I refuse to say this name. He will be Bowie. For, He's David Bowie. <laughs> He's David Bowie for me, and I will only be saying that name from this whole, for yeah, this yeah. whole podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I refuse. Da- David Bowie. Um, yeah, so I don't... What, what's your take? Why, what do you think the villain was right? Um... Well, yeah, because I think the villain is—I <laughs> think the villain is technically her subconscious. <laughs> like, I think she's just having a full-blown breakdown, and okay. she—and I don't—I don't even think she technically learned the lessons that she should have learned. And her subconscious was right that she should value the things that are in her life, that she should grow up, that she should get rid of some of these items because clearly she's living in the past. And I don't think she learned any of those lessons. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. She also asked to have her brother kidnapped. That's true. This kid, just try to adopt. Just try to adopt an unwanted child. Right. The guy, you know I think saying? David Bowie. <laughs> yes. And, and, so David Bowie, there's a specific words that you have to say, which are comically simple. Like she's yes. like, I wish that you would take this baby away from me. And they're like, oh, that's not the one. Like there, there's goblins <laughs> yeah, yeah. or whatever, like hanging out in the closet. Be like, those are the words. She's like, which means they have rules in order. They by have the way. rules in order. And then she says, I wish the Goblin King would take you. And then they're like, fine. And then he comes and takes him, the, mm. the baby brother. And I'll point this out. It seems like that's a pretty good life. Like the like the the the, the whole plot is that at a certain point. Um, after a certain amount of time, he becomes a goblin forever. He oh, yeah, one and of it the looks goblins. dope to be a goblin. Right? Like, those goblins were, especially the ones that were in the castle, I'm like, y'all are partying. You're having a great time. Constantly. Yeah, you You're drink, singing. you make mess, you sing all the time. Yes. You dance. 
Yeah. What a dream for a child. There's a little goblin city. Everyone has houses and like... I'd love to be a goblin. Yeah. What a whimsical world. Also, they're uh, 100% genuine Jim Henson puppets, Muppets. So they're adorable as hell. Even the ugly ones got that thing where you're like, that's a real... You don't think any of these things are creepy? Uh... Not to the extent that some of the dark crystal things I find. Oh, are well, fair enough. <laughs> but because I, I was kind of wondering this when I was watching this, because I haven't watched this in pro. Oh, I, I can't even remember watching it the first time. Sure. Like, I remember the general plot line, but whatever. I never revisited this movie um, and watching it. I was like, I don't know exactly who this movie's for. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I was watching it and I'm like, this movie's basically like, hey, do you have a really creepy six-year-old that likes dark shit? They're going to love this movie. You know what I mean? Because it, yeah. it, some of it was really whimsical, but some of it I'm like, this is like, if you were young enough, this would legit be like nightmarish, I think. Sure, yeah. Like the the hole that she falls down with all the hands. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, shut it down. Shut that whole scene down. It creep. Oh. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. Just, oh, you, just you should the, see Rebecca right now. She is out of it. Oh man, that whole scene. Like I was watching that. Like I could honestly, this is gonna sound so strange, but like I could watch like like three hundred heads get cut off in a row. But this scene sent chills down my spine. Just being handled by these these wall hands that make their hands into faces and then yeah. talk. Creepy. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why they seem. I, maybe well, because his hands like, are so germy or something. I don't know. Well, There's something yeah, about like it. hands in a hole. Like it's gross. <laughs> hands yeah. In a hole. And you're like, where where are the hands right now? And like, what are they all? Do? You know, it's just yeah, like they're all muddy and clay, dirty, and, and they just grasp at things, grabbing me. Lord knows where. Wartley, yeah, exactly. Lord knows where. Um, I, I, yeah, really didn't care for that scene. There's a couple of things that are way too creepy for me in this movie for it to be totally a children's movie. Yeah, you know what I mean, well, and I think Jim Henson, especially like we'll bring in Dark Crystal to this. Mm. I think a lot of the Muppet stuff that they wanted to do other than the actual Muppets ends up getting a little too close to dark because it looks too real. Yeah, essentially. Right. But I would have loved to pair, like, I would love to see a movie like that where it's paired up with some darker adult humor. Yeah. Because that's why I found it all, because I was like, oh, you know, like, this is, uh, there was some uh, adult themes and metaphors and stuff like that. For for the most part, you also have, like, a lake farting. So I'm like, clearly this is for children. (laughs) But, like, I'm just like, I'm in and out, I'm in and out, I'm in and out. I don't know who it's for. Yeah, there's some weird tone shifts here. Um, It does, I'll... It does feel like this was this girl's fan fiction that they filmed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like she's created this thing about the Goblin King and like all these rules because she's reciting it at the beginning, right? But that's why I think she's having a mental breakdown. Yeah. I'm telling you. Because it is all very specific and it's all specific to her and her house. And I understand that this is supposed to be like some sort of psychological warfare or whatever. But um, I truly believe that this girl's having a breakdown. She also has a fear of owls for some reason. Um, Because owls are scary. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Yeah. There's a fear of owls, has um, tortured herself in a room all evening while for some reason (laughs) leaving her baby brother to cry, Mm -hmm. just like bounces out. He's bawling his eyes out. Well, I'm going to leave. I love that. Okay. So I'm sorry. I'm going to go back to off the top of this movie. So she, first of all, 
Um, it's very clear that she's living in a fantasy world, right? She's got all these creepy freaking dolls all over her room. Yeah, and, like, we open on her basically LARPing by herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a hundred- Just reciting Goblin King poetry <laughs> to nobody so in a park. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. there's... <laughs> You need to be two people to be to, that To weird. LARP. Yeah. <laughs> and to be two to we LARP We don't judge, people. but... <laughs> one, yeah. you can't LARP one person. Yeah. So, yeah. so she's LARPing around in the park. Her, her mom does make a good point also, because I think, like, the idea is that her parents go out every weekend and, like, she should be more <laughs> responsible. But, like, her stepmom's even like, hey, like, I would love if you had a date. Like, all you have to do is tell me you have plans and we won't go or we'll get another babysitter. Like, why are you freaking out? Also, you know, yeah, once a week is totally reasonable in my mind. Yeah. Yeah, she is insufferable off the top of <laughs> she this is. movie. She truly is. She's She flips out because she's an hour late to babysit. Yeah. An hour. And her dad is like, where were you? We were worried about you. And she goes, I guess I can't do anything right. And storms off to her room. That's true. It's like watching uh, Luke Skywalker in the first, like the first time you see Luke Skywalker where he's like, I don't want to do my chores. And it's like, I don't remember him being this whiny. What happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and, but she's like, uh, what else? She's like, I'm tired of taking care of my baby brother. And like, she's like, we only ask you once a week. And if you had plans, we'd we'd say no you know mm-hmm. we'd, we'd let you go it's just everything about it is so reasonable <laughs> and she flips out about it yeah where she's like i hate the my baby brother they're treating me like a slave they are not you were out larping in the park an hour ago <laughs> you're <laughs> you yeah, allowed you, you, allow, you, you have your own room yeah. you have a lot of your parents are giving you a lot of leeway mm-hmm and she even tried, like she tries to put her like oh it would be and I think that's supposed to be the point and a uh, sticking point in this movie is that she's like I would love if you were go- if you did go out on a date or something sure. which I think the the implication there is is that she's old enough to so let's say like what would you say she is 15 yeah 14 15 14 15 that, right that area, yeah yeah so you've got a 14 15 year old girl larping by herself in the park and her mom's just like i would love if you you know what i mean maybe if she didn't get this girl to babysit she wouldn't have any social interaction with anybody she's like at least she's socializing with this baby for the love of god she's learning responsibility rather yeah. than just reading sonnets in her room yeah, yeah yeah i'm not saying you can't have a couple of stuffies when you're 14 15 but at a moment you've got to yeah, we gotta. Uh, you have to at least have other interests. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, and I think that's where this movie lands. Is when I say that this is her fan fiction because mm-hmm. it's it's both like here's all my stuffed animals and toys that I have starring in this adventure I'm going on, and then also it's like and a big bad king who I'm also weirdly falling in love with, and I have this whole dance number with. I was like, this movie makes no sense except if it's from the perspective of a girl that age <laughs> writing her yes. own. Yes, you know? it's like. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of things are pretty clever, but then they're like, and then they go on a sexy dance and you're oh, like, uh. <laughs> yeah, this is like me going back, reading through my old diary. Like, Oh, wolf. Did, did you ever keep a diary or I didn't or keep a diary, like but, uh, my cousin and my older sister and I used to like 
uh, write letters to each other. And my cousin recently revealed to me, he's my age. We're like a, mu- we're like a month okay. apart that he has kept all those letters. Oh. <laughs> and you immediately wanted to crawl inside. Oh, yeah. I was just like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. That's not good. No, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I, I love that I have the only copy of whatever was written. Oh, oh, yeah. It's bad. I didn't know there were so many ways to spell the word embarrassing, but it's all, <laughs> it's just painted all over it. And not once do I spell it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nightmare. You know uh, what I mean? But yeah, 100%. I think this is from this girl's perspective. And I think the point of view of Bowie is not wrong. No. You know what I mean? In the sense of like, okay, you said you don't want this. Okay, well, I'm going to show you what this is. And I think kind of uh, when he's offering her uh, like the magic ball that is her dreams, Mm. I honestly think just to keep in line with my theory here is that that's like him offering her to go further down the rabbit hole of her own, uh, Uh. her own psychological breaking. You know what I mean? Come in further. You can bury yourself. You won't have any more responsibilities. You'll just be completely mentally checked out. Yeah. You're living in your fantasy world and like, yeah. 100%. In exchange for your baby. <laughs> yeah, and the only way she can get out of it is to realize that this per- this thing has no power because uh, it does not exist. It l- uh, only exists okay. within her own mind. That's you know a what deeper I mean? metaphor than uh, when, I was uh, giving to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wrote down a lot of weird shit. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I wrote down a lot, a lot of weird shit. At one point, I, I had a theory that uh, this was a metaphor for her uh, wanting an abortion. I had a lot of stuff. Oh, no. I I, uh, I had a similar theory, not maybe about abortion, but that the baby is hers. Is hers. Yes. Yeah, I wrote that tattoo, that it was her baby and that she regretted having it. And, like, her parents were trying to, like, make it, like, normalize what was going on. Mm-hmm. And she was having none of it. She was having a breakdown. Yeah, calling him her brother and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then this is just like... And then... Uh, David Bowie, Goblin King, is just like, hi, uh, I have a loving Goblin family that uh, very much uh, would like to have a, an, another child. We already have hundreds. Yeah, uh, we will adopt yours. But <laughs> we are clearly uh, non-gender conforming because we're David Bowie. Uh, <laughs> yes. We want to adopt. Uh, we would love your little baby. Mm. And then she kind of is just like, oh, actually, no, I'm going to pull back on that. Yeah. I'm going to, but I almost look at it as it like, this is a child service services kind of intervention, right? He goes, we're taking the baby. Mm-hmm. You need to show us that you are going to be able to take care of this baby. Yeah. You got to jump we, through these hoops, jump through these hoops, weird hoops for show sure. Intelligence. Right. Uh, yeah. Make friends bond. Um, oh, one of the ones that really bothered me. Uh, when she's knocking on the door, like the, the handles that can speak. Yes. And they've got the, the door knockers in their mouths. Yes. Nose. She could have taken it out after she opened the door. (laughs) She puts it back in and then bounces. She's like, Oh, I got to knock. Sorry. And then just keeps walking. She's like, I know this is torture for you, but I got to (laughs) go. You could have grabbed it on the way out. Excellent. Could have grabbed it on the way out. You could have. And then no one would Kind of being a bitch. That's all I'm saying. Kind of being a bitch. Yeah, she's kind of uh, not great in a lot of this. 
Yeah. <laughs> she's kind of not crap. I mean, like, she she wants her baby brother back, but, To like, be fair, she is a teenage woman. Yeah, exactly. Okay. She does act actually everything, pretty reasonably. Everything is a nightmare when you're a teenage woman, Craig. Absolutely. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's the same for men as well. Uh, yeah, don't be a teenager. As don't well. be a teenager. Yeah, if, if, if you can at all avoid period. it. <laughs> just getting random just boners. Com- yeah, come out well-adjusted. It would be my suggestion. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Do the impossible. Do the one thing that no human has ever had to be, mm-hmm. be able to do, which is not be weird through puberty. Um, I also have a theory that this is just the longest David Bowie music video of all time. Uh, I think that was probably a selling point of this movie. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Some Kanye shit. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on the on the music in this? Because to me, it seems real out of place. I don't know, because I don't think normally I pick up on that as well. Normally I'm a stickler for feeling out of place, but almost everything in this movie feels out of place. So I just kind of felt like it just blended in with the nonsense where I was like, oh, this is all crazy. Yeah. And I guess for me, maybe it's just that, (laughs) you know, I uh, crucify me for this, if you will. I don't think I like David Bowie. Whoa. Yeah. I'm just like. I listen to him like, that's fine, but there's something that just bores me about it. Oh, I like Bowie, but only because I like, uh, he's got a lot of space-based music. Right. And I love (laughs) listening to space-based music. (laughs) Yes. Send me to another world, Bowie. Yeah. I love it. And that's a weird kind of, like, I don't like Rush either, where there's like, you're telling like a son. You don't like Rush? I know. I'm going to take my Canadian. uh, Yeah, you don't get any more maple syrup, buddy. No. You're off the list. (laughs) You're off the motherfucking list. (laughs) Like, not even Tom Sawyer. Come on. Tom Sawyer. That's the that's such a great song. I mean, I probably have heard it, but like it never makes an impression on me. That oh, kind of Lord. Thing. Yeah. I'm not saying I, I enjoy the whole of Rush's catalog, but you enjoy a tune or two. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll put my toe in. Like, I'm, I think I'm the, another level of irony away. Like I like, I found it, <laughs> I found okay. it very, very funny when the flight of the Concords did a David Bowie style song about David Bowie on flight of the Concords. Yeah. Yeah. That I found very funny because I understood what they were doing. But I'm just like regular flavored David Bowie. That's just weird. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I'm not saying he's not a good artist and he didn't make lots of contributions. That's fine. If you are a big David Bowie fan, nothing against you. Tweet, hate, at (laughs) Craig. (laughs) Tweet at him. (laughs) Tweet at me. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't think uh, I don't think these goblins are so bad. Well, no, because, uh, well, and I think the most important thing here is that nobody is at any point in any real danger. Okay. You know what I mean? Like a lot of movies we cover, we're like, oh, well, sometimes we're like, well, he didn't really try and kill him. But you know what I mean? But here it's like everything is very like childlike. So it's like and the the worst thing that can happen to you. And which is why I think, again, this is very like, oh, my God, this girl needs to be analyzed in some sort of psychiatric ward or something like that, is that you can fall into a lake. That will make you smelly forever. The bog of eternal stench. Yeah. It's basically like the argument of cooties or something. Just like, oh, if you have it, you never get rid of it. And it's something that exists only in your mind. It's right, insane. Right, right. Yeah. You, you can get rid of smells eventually, I would think. I, I mean, I bet it's lasting. I bet it gets in the pores. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 or just remind me of that one Seinfeld episode where there are... Uh, one of the valets uses his car and he can't get the stink out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, or if your dog's ever been sprayed by a skunk, you know that feeling? Yep. It's never happened to me. I just would be in horror of it. 
Oh, now that you've mentioned the dog, uh, off the top, I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't have let that dog in my house either. Yeah. Let, so after it starts <laughs> pouring rain, okay, it's pouring rain out. This is a shaggy dog. Shaggy dog. Like the literal shaggy dog breed. As as Craig said, this girl's been LARPing in the park. <laughs> That's my runs home in the rain. Slurping in the park, runs home in the rain, and the stepmother's like, she's like, and the daughter's like, okay, come on in, dog. And the stepmom's like, uh, no, we're gonna shut this down. This not even like we're gonna leave him outside. He has to go to the garage. Yes. Go to the garage. Of and course. And he knows the command, go to the garage. Yes. He just send happily that dog goes. to the garage. <laughs> of course, send that dog to the garage. And this is like a moment where it's kind of like you can feel a bit of tension where she's like, oh, this. My my evil stepmother's at it again, and I'm like, no, your house is so nice. Keep that yes. dog off the floors. Oh, growing up, there was a, so many times you're like, the dog is staying in the laundry room because it, if you've ever had a dog, you know they go running in the mud, and their whole undercarriage is pure mud. Like they are dirt city, and that dog looked like a dirty mop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It at the very least needed someone to towel it down before it came in the house. And for all we know, that's what happened. It goes to the garage. Yeah. You go out there with a towel. You rub it down. You wipe his little paws clean. And he comes in the house right away. But he's got to go through the garage. It makes perfect sense. It, yes. Perfect sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the adult in me watching this movie was like, anytime that woman spoke, which isn't very much, she's only in like the first like five minutes of the movie. Yep. But every time she Doesn't spoke, I was show like, up like, yeah. At the end as like going, a yeah, redemption. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Everything she said was accurate and true and not that bad and nice. And I was like, what's, what's the matter? That seemed like a stepmother that was really trying. Yeah. <laughs> and then when she's like, oh, like her dad's like, oh, do you want to talk? And he's like, okay, well, we're going to leave. And she's like, see, you didn't even want to talk to me. And it's like, ah. they have to leave, girl. <laughs> I would be at my wits end with this girl. You they know are what I mean? an hour late out. already. Already. You were yeah. supposed to be back an hour ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're tardy to the party, and you, you you're throwing yourself on the bed. How many times does this girl throw herself on the bed? Too many. I've never, I've she got never... up, walked across the room to throw herself back. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dramatic. Every time I see that in a movie, nobody it makes me was die. there to see. <laughs> The only time I've ever thrown myself on a bed is out of exhaustion. Absolutely. I'm just like, I worked 20 hours today. I cannot physically do anything else. (laughs) It's the only time, even when I was a teen, I don't think I've ever been like thrown myself. Plus like, I'm somebody I prefer to cry upright. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't know. That's a weird thing. (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think I have a preferred crying... I think not at all, number one. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> Do you ever schedule a cry? No. Oh, I got to schedule a cry, man. Um, uh, There's some sort of hormone or something going on. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's a female thing, but like I don't cry enough and I can feel it like build up in my, I, like I won't even be upset. Like I can feel it, but there's just something on the surface where I'm like, okay, I have to cry. So then I'll like load my, like I'll watch like a movie or, you know, Pixar shorts are the best, <laughs> best bang for your buck. You know oh, what I mean? You're in, you're out in under 10 minutes. <laughs> you're bawling your eyes out. Oh, that they weld up the just music. wants a friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> I just bang out a hot cry. 
Because I, like, uh, I, uh, I, I'm allergic to it, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you're not the first person I've heard describe it that way either, mm-hmm. where it's just like, there's just something in me I need to get out. Well, yes, yeah, so, but it's like seasonally. Like if I haven't cried for a full season, yeah. I have I, I, I cry like four times a year, uh, maybe a little more if I have a couple of unscheduled, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but for the most part, I don't like crying because I, I'm pretty sure I'm allergic to it. My eyes swell up. Oh, yeah, I thought you meant you were allergic to holding the feelings. No, like, no, oh, no. Shit. Like I like my eyes eyes will swell up. My whole face gets red. Like my eyes won't go down for a few hours. So like, you cow. can always tell if I've been crying. Wow. So I hate crying. Well, yeah. obviously because you know, who likes crying also. Um, so anytime I go to funerals, I would just sing, I have a lovely bunch of coconuts in my head over and over again so until cry. it was over. Yeah. Crazy. That's my song. Anytime you see me, if I'm singing in my head, I'm probably <laughs> almost going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm not above tearing up in the odd movie. Uh, but like, I don't think I've like wept in a very long time. No, uh, I miss oh. a good teenage weep though. <laughs> oh That's a big one. I think the last time I did that was, oh, that was not good. Oh geez, I just remember the last time I cried. I had a, I had, I think I had a full blown breakdown. I came home from work <laughs> one day and Christ. just, yeah. yeah, I sat. No, no, it was, it was before I went to work. I got up. This is the job that I quit, by the way. I got up. Oh, and I was okay. sitting I was sitting at the breakfast table, and I was like, I. I can't believe I forgot about this. And I was like, I need to go. I need to go to work today. Yeah. I have to go to work. And I just sat there and openly sobbed <gasps> Ooh, by that's myself. Dark. That's very dark. It's dark. <laughs> and Did you say like, that's the last time you cried? Well, last time I like sobbed. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 Uh, I'm like, I, that's so long ago, dude. You're due. I've, t- <laughs> I've like teared up at like, yeah really nice commercials and stuff like I'm not like I'm not a, I'm not trying to be like a tough guy but I'm just like oh there's a little sawdust in the air someone's cutting onions uh, over lame stuff too but yeah no you need a good cry so she, I don't blame her for being over dramatic because like, it's just the it, throwing to the bed yeah, kills me every time yeah. throwing to the bed so <laughs> I, and with that in mind I do want to bring up one line that uh, Bowie says in okay this, where so she's got 13 hours or something to... Um, Originally, yes. To, to do and then it. he speeds it up. He speeds it up. And she goes, "That's uh, you can't do that. That's unfair. And I love this line so much because I think this gets to the heart of what she's supposed to be learning is that okay. she doesn't have it that bad. And he goes, what is your basis of comparison on that? <laughs> like yeah. kind of this very meta, like what about your life is actually so unfair? Right? Yeah. Were you cast out and adopted by a goblin king? No. Are you one of my many misfits who've had a hard life and who nobody loved and got wished away to have to be live in this labyrinth land and be turned into Muppets, presumably? Mm-hmm. You know? Is that, was that your life? Was that what was so unfair about it? Was, was your life so unfair that as a burden, you, you thought, thought taking care of another human being was such a burden that you wanted to put it on somebody else that you would never have to deal with it. It's like such a, it's like a real, it's, it's the closest you could come to saying, fuck you. (laughs) 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 It's like, that's David, that's David Bowie. Like check your privilege, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) 
She truly does. I she's somebody that I don't necessarily attach to at all at any point. But also that might just be because I'm older now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I was watching this and I was like, I don't know, 10 years old or something, I might, you know, be like, oh, yeah, parents just don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) And it does feel like that. Yeah. Yeah, it does have that fun energy. Well, let's talk about uh, Hoggle. Yeah, some of the side characters are great. Yeah, and he's somebody that's interesting because he kind of flip-flops throughout the movie where he's like, he's good, he's bad, he's good, he's bad, he's good, he's bad. But I also, any bad decisions he makes, I agree with every single one of them. Really? I'm like, I would have done that too. So let's let's run it down. So one thing he does is he's supposed to lead uh, her back to the... Wait, I don't think we've even mentioned her name. <laughs> it's Jennifer Connelly. I don't know. Jennifer Connelly. Uh, Can you imagine if, uh, if this was just one of... Like, you could insert this movie into the middle of a uh, requiem for a dream. And I honestly, I think it played flawlessly. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, she's tripping <laughs> out, man. <laughs> she's losing her shit. <laughs> Hundy P. You can, yeah, yeah, that's true. So that's should host a party and just play this movie right in the middle of, of it. Yeah. <laughs> Synced up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Hoggle's supposed to bring her back to the beginning of the labyrinth. And yeah, so he's met her at the front of the labyrinth and he doesn't where he's being and he doesn't really want to help her, but he kind of helps her. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then he meets her again. He's supposed to bring her back to the beginning to, uh, you know, cause more frustrations for her. She barters her way out of it by like, here, I'll give you a I'll give you my bracelet, whatever. Uh, and then they get caught, essentially, like Bowie sees all. Mm-hmm. which I don't know what this, uh, this kid's doing. Cause I'm like, yeah, if this guy sees all, like I'm just bringing this girl back. I'm never going to see you again. Yeah. <laughs> I just met you. <laughs> I owe you nothing. This is the land in which I live and yeah. the king to which I will always serve under. Yeah. You know what I mean? The only, the only thing that works to your advantage is that you are the main character of this movie. Okay. If you were a side character at no point would any audience feel like I have to help you. Okay, if I'm the main character of this movie, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, then they, so he doesn't lead her back. They Bowie catches them, tries to like sends a machine at them that they escape from. Again, nobody's injured, everything's fine. And that was just the tunnel cleaner. Yeah, it was. Like, <laughs> they yeah, have yeah. they have a clean. Look at this place. Look at the infrastructure that they have. They have a tunnel cleaner. People have jobs. Yeah, it's ma- well maintained. Places to stay. Yeah. Worms have houses and tea. Yeah, if you want, we got tea. If a worm has a tea, man, that's a good economy. Yeah, very good. Okay, <laughs> things are go- things are going well in this kingdom. So he tries to sweep them away, basically. Yeah, yeah. basically tries to sweep them away, and then later on gives uh, gives him what I want to call like a peach. Yeah, it's a poison peach. Which it's is a poison peach. Odd choice of a fruit for poison. Anyway. But also to say this. It's not even, it's more, uh, it is a poison in the sense that it's like a psychedelic, but it's not, it doesn't injure her or harm her. It just slows her down. Yeah. It kind of, it, it sort of like makes her wildest dreams come true, which is that dance sequence, right? Which is the creepiest, wildest dream. This wouldn't be (laughs) my go-to. You know what I mean? If Mm. I was this girl, like I wouldn't be like, oh, my dream is a creepy ass ball. Well, and that's where, I mean, that's where I I go back to my fan fiction thing where this seems like the move that you would make where you're like, here's a man who is dangerous, but also isn't he kind of sexy and mystery. Like it's, it's all these weird elements mashed together. I know. I think it's also because I find Bowie the least sexual person ever in this, in this movie. Wow. Okay. Cause I have heard 
other opinions on, that. on this movie specifically yes. oh no 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 that he, that was yeah. like a oh. oh hello oh no that was not an awakening for me <laughs> at all i assure you Fair. that was not one of my awakenings he, bowie in other places other music certainly you know what i mean guys got sex appeal in this movie nope shut it down <laughs> shut it down i think it's the hair i think it's the hair that freaks idea. me out and the the pants Oh, with pants. a huge codpiece? Yeah. I think that's what did it for some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what's... Uh, oh, God. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's a lot of junk for a kid's movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, fair enough. I was more of a gargoyles lady myself, but what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> the cartoon? You know it, Craig. Oh, God. Okay. There are dozens of us. <laughs> <laughs> I know actually, a few. Actually, hundreds, probably. I know. Maybe yeah, I know a few. Actually. There's a You're, there's a large group of women that th- are on that boat. This is so weird to me. <laughs> I love that, Craig. If I could just weird you out all day, I'd be uh, super happy. That's great. Yeah. So uh, so back to Hoggle. So oh, he yes. gives the peach. So he gives her the peach, which um, I think I could. I think I I'm gonna make the argument that I would have. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying I probably would have done it as well. Okay. You know what I mean? This guy, literally, you put one toe out of line and this guy shows up. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. You know what I mean? I need to keep <laughs> my job. I need to live here. I don't want to smell forever, bitch. Yes. I don't know you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know you. So yeah, I'm going to give you this peach that I know is not going to kill you. Everything's going to be fine. Okay. Even if everything goes off the rails, you're going to be okay. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you the peach. Yeah. Um, and I think that goes to uh, Bowie's strength as a king and as an administrator, where he's like, he's micromanaging a little bit, but he really only steps in when you're really going to mess up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, it's like, give her this poison peach. If you don't, you're going to the, the swamp of eternal stench. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, lead her back and don't double cross me. Oh, you double cross me. Okay, now we got now I got to step in. It's like I'm sorry, Hoggle, step into my office. We got to talk about your performance lately, man. Yeah, <laughs> we hired you to exterminate fairies, uh, <laughs> and you're not really uh, you're not really showing a lot of initiative with uh, getting people lost in labyrinths. Uh, so let's let's reevaluate your kind of thing here. Yeah, that was an interesting thing off the top. Now that you mentioned the fairies, because I completely forgot to talk about this, mm-hmm. that um, the idea is is that I he shouldn't exterminate these things or um, you know poison them in any way. She picks one up, it bites her, and then she has immediately the same opinion as him of like, yeah, we should. That's fine then if they're yeah. gonna bite me. And it's like, yeah, you just picked it up out of nowhere. This is a person, okay? I bite you too, <laughs> you dick. So it was like this weird flip flop where she automatically the second anything goes wrong with her you're you're mm. put in the category of bad right and you should be destroyed and that's fine so it's this really weird like because you are against me therefore you are wholeheartedly on bad side exactly irredeemable which is and a not, really weird stance to have and not just yeah I, I'm pretty sure I'll, like if you picked up a bat it's gonna try and bite you because it doesn't want to be mm-hmm. picked up you know what I mean that's what I'm saying yeah that's and an excellent bats. point. I love that. Yeah. So I, it's a weird. Bats are okay. <laughs> stay yeah. where you are. I'll stay with me. We're not going to have any problems. So then the end, it's kind of like, uh, it's a weird anti Did you find it anticlimactic? Yeah, a little bit. Where she just goes, you don't have any power. Yeah. They, they show up at the, I don't know, final level of Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> and they go, oh, you don't exist. Like, you don't hold any power over me. And it was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it took. 
<laughs> no yeah. power over me. <laughs> Which again, as soon as they open up into her bedroom, you can clearly see that this has all been a fantasy within herself because she has the uh, she has the painting on the wall of the. Um, Oh, uh, why can't I think of the the famous painter right now or artist? Um, uh, uh, <laughs> the uh, one with all the stairs. <laughs> oh, MC Escher. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, we yeah. go. Yes, exactly. Stairs. I was like, artist, you're going to have to be no. a little more specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sorry. The one that pertains to the movie we watched. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's, so she's got a poster of that in her room. Right. All the other stuff that she's kind of seen is kind of like loosely around. So very clearly, this is just her that, that she's dived into her own brain, uh, been neglectful of her brother crying for several hours, and then wakes up and goes, oh, okay, I guess I should be doing my job maybe <laughs> I should be more grateful for the things that for, I have, yeah. the people who are in my life. And the weird thing about the end to me is that the idea of like, okay, so like they're kind of, she's putting away some of her toys and stuff and they're kind of saying goodbye ready to be an adult. Ready, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Like this and, is good. And, and then this it, teary eyed kind of like, if you ever need us, just call. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Like it's always going to be part of you mm-hmm. and like all the rest. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> then it switches right back. I'm like, no, we don't need to leave, bitch. I still love you guys. And then it's like, da, 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 da. Just like party. Yep. So embrace no lesson your, learned. Embrace your psychosis, everybody. <laughs> just lean in. You never yep. have to grow up. And it was just such a we- I'm like, oh, okay. So everything that we've been building towards is wrong. <laughs> Yeah, it needed a different ending. I think so. I think we. I think for me, what I would like to see is redemption of the the evil, quote unquote, evil mm. stepmother. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. I would have liked to cap on that. Yeah. Um. Sort of wrap that family, like have them come together as a family, rather than have the Muppets come back. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Have her really love. Her. Like we don't even see her when she goes back. Oh, no, she does. She checks on uh, the baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then goes back in the room. We do see that. Um, but just it's just even like, I'm never going to let you go or I'm never going to let bad things happen to you. I'm your big sister. Some line like that. Something. To yeah. put a little bow on it other than, hey, still living in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going crazy. Uh yeah. So it was such a, yeah, it was a weird ending for me. Or maybe it's also sometimes I feel like we watch, because we're watching movies to be critical of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, okay, if I could just ignore the, if I, if I could just uh, remove myself from this a little bit, I'm sure it'd be very good. Like, uh, I would have enjoyed it a lot more. You know what I mean? The fantasy elements of this are so good. They're really well done. All of the puppets and everything yeah. are so cool, except for when they're, like, fighting and stuff, and you're kind of like, oh, okay, right, they're puppets. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of cute. Like, uh, I, let's talk about some of the other side characters here. Uh, Sir Didymus, the, the the knight who just rides the dog. Yeah. So the, the, he's a fox who rides a dog. It's the cutest thing in the world. Give me an entire movie of him. The Adventures of Sir Didymus? Yes, I'm on board for that. He was adorable. He's so good. Um, and Ludo? Are you kidding me? Oh, the guy who can summon the rocks? Oh, the Bigfoot Yeti. Yeah, Bigfoot yeah. Yeti guy. And he's like, Ludo. And you're like, yeah. I would have loved to have been in the pitch meeting, though, that his superpower is he can... Mo- rocks are his friends. <laughs> it's great. Because that's the pitch. That's the pitch, yeah. They're my friends. Rocks are my friends. Although, I got to tell you, if I uh, was getting into a fight with somebody and they were like, you either have to choose the side of the rocks or the people, I choose rocks every time. 
You think that rocks would win? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, of course. <laughs> rocks are devastating. Uh, rocks ain't gonna run out of energy. They got the stamina. They can literally go for miles. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can't fucking go toe to toe with a rock. No. You ever punch done. a rock? You ever punch a rock? You ever okay. punch a rock? No. Yeah, you, you only no, do it once. I'm not a. <laughs> you only do it once. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> only thing you can fuck with a rock is water over thousands of years. <laughs> That's true. That's it. <laughs> That's their that's their battle tactic. All yeah. right, we're gonna flood the castle and yeah, so. wait for about a million years, and then it's gonna be our time. A lot of freezing thaw cycles to really crack that wide open. Um, yeah, absolutely. The rocket guy Ludo is so useful in everything they do. Absolutely, yeah. he is he is one of the key characters, and generally speaking, most of the best characters or the <laughs> the ones that are the the better uh, morally correct. Very rarely speak. <laughs> I don't know if you that. <laughs> there's no opportunity. To, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's no opportunity for them to be. He, he doesn't speak. He's a simple thing. <laughs> I'm just picturing Ludo being like, oh, you know who I blame for the labyrinth being in the condition it is now? Immigrants. You're like, oh, Ludo. <laughs> Ludo's Luna. a conservative. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna help you. They're gonna. I'm gonna try. help you get to the castle, but you better take that new baby back with you. Absolutely. We don't want. It's it. gonna try and take some of my rocks. It's some of my rock jobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man! I mean, he does look like a racist, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why they had him hung up before. Like, yeah. <gasps> They were like, this guy has been crazy racist to the little men with the bitey sticks. And they're like, you're not going to. Yeah, that's an interesting thing about that scene, too, is that she just decides that that thing is good and the other guys are bad. You know what I mean? There's no context. There's nothing leading up to this other than the fact that this guy's up there. They're kind of attacking him. We don't know what he did. That's right. He could be a murderer. Yeah. (laughs) You don't know. He could eat those little men. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like and maybe just, has tried. He maybe ate those families. For sure. And that's why he's only friends with rocks. Yeah. They're the <laughs> they, only they outcast that... them. They were like, get out of here. <laughs> you keep eating us. <laughs> Go kick rocks. Go you know kick what I rocks. Mean? I'm telling you, he might be a bad, bad man. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is taking a weird we, turn. Uh, as we're as just per like, usual. Yeah. Right. We're just like, oh, the one person who's good. Definitely bad. Definitely the worst. If you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Craig. Sometimes when I'm talking to those podcasts, I'm like, oh, I hope the internet gets wiped out when I'm 40. <laughs> I can just start <laughs> over again. You know what I mean? <laughs> I agree with it all right now, but I have a feeling it's, 10, 15 <laughs> years from now, I'm going to be going, oh man, it's like reading my old diary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <woof>. oh no. <laughs> those opinions on the 1980s labyrinth <laughs> did not age well. No, can't go into <laughs> politics. <laughs> Can't go into politics. Look anymore. at what she said about David Bowie. Every single person elected to a high government office had an awakening with David Bowie. <laughs> Who was she to say otherwise? Yeah. Who was your awakening, Craig? <coughs> You're making fun of my awakening. You need to spit down yours. <laughs> uh, I, I would say probably this is this is very weird. The Spice Girls. That's so. How is that? I don't know because I didn't like I just their said music. Gargoyles. <laughs> What's the matter with you, Craig? Oh, Ooh, good this point. Is, this one's really weird. Let me just. That's right. I guess that's not weird. <laughs> they were attractive women marketed to be sexy. 
Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's pretty soon. <laughs> what so can, can I you say? Imagine if I was like, oh my God, Craig, I'm so embarrassed. This is so strange. But it was actually the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, you're right. I'd be like, that's fine. Good yeah. point. Excellent point. I'm the vanilla of <laughs> sexual. <laughs> what awoke in you sexually? Exactly what was supposed to, exactly when it was supposed to. <laughs> Nothing to see here, folks. Move along. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess that kind of explains you and I to a certain degree. <laughs> Gargoyles versus Spice Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, too much. Anything else you want to add on this? No, I don't think so. I don't think, uh, I just think in summation, I don't think uh, Bowie was the worst because how could he be? Because he's living in your own mind. (laughs) And I would like to say that he is just trying to adopt an unwanted baby and it's not his fault that the mother had second thoughts halfway through the process. Yeah, there you You go. Had that thing. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, before we get to our hero and villain of the week, time to uh, rank our... Oh, we got to rank our villains. Yeah, rate the villain. Uh, definitive ranking. Definitive, yes, of course. Of, of course. how good the villain was. Oh, my God. Uh, what do you got? I've got a... I've got um, I've got a doll scale or like a puppety sort of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So, we've got uh, from troll dolls to Chucky. Right, very scary. You have David Bowie, um, any doll at your grandmother's house. (laughs) (laughs) They're all kind of creepy, but generally pretty much harmless, and any creepiness is probably in your own mind. Yeah, excellent point. I like it. I like it a lot. So I have the uh, words that are impossible to spell. (laughs) I told you we'd hear about this again. Uh, Love it. Love it. So on a scale of uh, definitely, which is (laughs) definitely. Every time I can do it, yes, but I got to think it through every time uh, to labyrinth, which is just fucking impossible. Uh, I'm going to give this a good, uh, a good old convenience. <laughs> oh, those are good ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause I think, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just trying to, it's, it's, it's trying to be convenient. It's trying to do what you want. It's just not, it just didn't come together. For yeah. It wasn't working you know, out. It didn't work out. It was trying to, trying to make things easy and didn't work out. Well, fair enough. That's yeah. a good one. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and now before we get to our Heroes yes. and Villains of the Week, a couple ways you can help the podcast. Uh, please uh, like and subscribe on Apple uh, Music. <laughs> it's podcast now. It's Apple Podcasts. Podcast. <laughs> iTunes, Apple Podcasts. You know, it's, it's yes. some updated app on your phone. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, or Spotify or whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. Um, check us out uh, at anything of your choosing, really. And you please follow us on Twitter at VWR Podcast. We read all the tweets. If you have suggestions, uh, we've got a lot of great feedback on there. So keep doing that, yeah, guys. We love you. You guys had some amazing suggestions for uh, Batman and Robin came out a couple weeks ago. You guys had some amazing suggestions for who you want cast. As oh, that. that's right. They were yeah, all so much better. So than good. The we might we even throw up a, a poll or something at some point anyway, or maybe it's already up. I don't know. Time travel. Time travel. And yeah, you can also grab us. Uh, did you say Facebook? No, I did not. Okay. <laughs> you can get us on Facebook. Uh, uh, Villain was right on Facebook. Uh, hit us up by email. Villain was right at gmail.com with any suggestions. This was an audience choice. This was an audience uh, choice from our Patreon. Yeah. So we take some of those suggestions and uh, we'll, oh, once a month we have a poll. Uh, and you guys, as our patrons, get to choose which episodes we do once a month. And this was voted by you, uh, the patrons. Uh, so if that's something you're interested in, head on over to patreon.com slash the was right. Uh, we've got a bunch of different tiers. See what one's right for you. Um, and if not, if you don't have a couple bucks to throw the podcast, that's great. Just tell your friends about us. We uh, love the word of mouth. We love that you're listening. We love that you're fans. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. You're the best. 
And now... And now it's time for the Hero and Villain of the Week. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm just here to talk about uh, Canadian Black Friday, Craig. Mm. Canadian Black Friday. Yes. I have a few gripes. <laughs> I have a few gripes with these Canadian Black Fridays. First of all, when did Black Friday turn into a week? <laughs> What's going on? I tweeted about this earlier. Yeah. Uh, but it does truly feel like a white girl's birthday where it's just like, it's, <laughs> it's Wednesday, it's Thursday, it's Friday, it's Saturday. Although I will say, I do. And Cyber Monday, too. Cyber Monday, you know what I mean? It's getting out of control. But at the same time, I do appreciate that as somebody. Uh, somebody tweeted this at me, actually. And I was like, yeah, I totally agree that uh, it is good for the workers because then you don't get, you know, flooded on Friday. Anybody that's working in retail really appreciates an extended sale. Uh, but one group that I have is that every single year I see these videos that they post and we're all so fucking self-congratulatory as Canadians. We're like, look at, look at these Canadians on black Friday, one after the other, letting each other in. And like, as Canadians, we're all just coming over ourselves over this shit where you're just like, look at us. We're so much better than everybody else. And I'm like, that's gar, that's pure yeah. garbage. And you know why? Because our sales, if we had the same sales that they have in the United States, we would act the same motherfucking way. Okay. But all of our sales are so much less like discounted that of course we're like, yes, right this way, because it's only a hundred dollars off of this television. And I'm not willing to punch my mother over that. If it was 75% off and this toddler's getting a knee, you know what I mean? <laughs> so like, just this idea of like, Oh, we're so good. Look at us go. And it's just like, no, that's not, that's not how any of this works and i i just oh and it's also spilt over from the u.s right we don't celebrate thanksgiving no so it's like <laughs> it's, on that day it's just such a weird random weekend where it's like we try like stores are trying to get on board with these sales like i have to go to work thursday and friday yeah <laughs> it's crazy although i will say i did buy a ps4 so i was pretty yeah we got a new tv i was pretty stoked but <laughs> I will say it's weird to have that like self-congratulatory yeah. oh, whatever. Canada's bad Because it's not the same thing. So if you're listening in the United States and you saw one of those videos and thought, wow, how great is it up there? It's not the same. Know that. <laughs> okay, yeah. just know that. We would tear people apart for any other th- like oh just yeah just this concept that like canadians are so much more polite than everywhere else i'm like to to a degree you know what i mean when i do travel i do notice a difference okay definitely but it's not like this is the land of like oh nobody's racist here and we're uh, all super a, polite well it's the, like, the, the yeah, problem right. the, the problem is we don't acknowledge it right yeah we're polite but then in the back of our heads we're like fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh no please please <laughs> cut in my line at tim hortons you fucking asshole you fucking uh, animal uh, yeah uh, and that's uh yeah i think that is the 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 end of the rant but i oh, i see it every year craig and it drives me crazy yeah i get it well you know here we are that's your villain there it is go. it is uh so i have a pretty strong villain this week uh, <laughs> i'm so excited craig didn't even tell me before the podcast <sighs> he's like is, it's too good we gotta say that such a fucking week <laughs> Um, so I was at a uh, Showtime comedy in, uh, Niagara, uh, in St. Catharines, uh, which is, you know, about hour and a half, two hours depending yeah. on traffic drive away, not that far. And, uh, the Saturday sh- or the Friday show, uh, it was Pat Thornton's 24 hour stand up that night. And I was like, I'm going to leave a little early when the headliner's still on. I'm going to drive back to Toronto and Kat and I are going to go see it because it's a fantastic event. And uh, yeah, um, so I'm driving home 
and I blow a tire on the ah, highway. Shit. Yeah. Oh, I saw that photo. Yeah, that looked terrible. Yeah. So I pull over to the side of the road and it's like I pull out the spare and I jack it up and I get the donut on and I, you know, drive like I start driving away. And uh, I'm just like, fuck, like this is what a terrible day. And then all of a sudden this guy and I've got the donut on. So I'm going like 80 right in the right hand lane. I've got my four ways on. Right. I mean, like I'm because you can't drive full speed on a donut or it'll, mm. or it'll blow. Um, so I'm just driving slow. I got my hazards on. And this guy comes up behind me and he's like flashing his mm-hmm. lights. He's flashing his lights. And then he like pulls beside me. He's trying to get my attention. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. No. Like what? Did, did I leave the trunk open? Yeah. Is like something hanging off the bottom of the car? Like what is this guy trying to do? So like I pull over on the next mm-hmm. uh, the, the next off ramp and he pulls over beside me. Like si- so we're side mm-hmm. by side. And we come to like kind of the stop at the end of the, the ramp. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? He goes, uh, your blinkers are on. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, yeah, because I'm going 80 on a spare tire in the yeah. slow lane of a highway. They're hazards. They're, They're hazards. Blinkers, yeah, I'm like, you didn't idiot. know that? <laughs> so then I was like, you know what? For the rest of the ride home, I'm just going to go back roads. Like, I'm not. I'm going to yeah. stay off the highways because then at least I'm not, like, in people's way. So I did that. And... Uh, God damn it. So next day I'm like, I need to get this tire fixed. Like mm-hmm. it's a, it's a blowout. It's, it's unsalvageable. Yes. And, uh, I'm like, I need to drive back to St. Catherine's to the next night for the show. Uh, so I was like, I need to get the tire fixed. And could you get any tire place in all of Toronto to fix a tire this time of year? No, they're all booked two weeks solid replace to put on snow tires. Oh, right. So I already had my snow tires on. Yeah. Got in early and I, so I fucking jack up my car. I couldn't get an appointment anywhere. I jack up my car in the garage. I put my summer tire back on and I'm like, it's not supposed to, it's supposed to freezing rain that night, but not until after I was coming back. I was like, Hope this works. <laughs> so I drove all the way to St. Catharines and back on three winters and a summer tire. Yeah. And I was like, fine. I beat the freezing rain. I'm good. And then I had Sunday and Monday off. I just dropped it at Canadian Tire, uh, which is a tire place. Anyway, I realized Which is how- a tire <laughs> Uh, how would they have guessed, Craig? How would they have guessed? It's actually pretty self-explanatory. Is that a tire store in Canada? It is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I drop it there and they're like, we have no appointments. Leave it with us and we'll maybe get to it hopefully by Monday night. This is Sunday. Yeah, okay. Right? I have a whole bunch of things booked Tuesday. I'm like, I need the car for that, but I have no other choice now. I'm going to leave it. They can't call me late Monday and I'm like, I've already rescheduled everything for Tuesday. And I get there and they're like, it's all done. I'm like, great. They hand me the keys. I drive back and I'm like, I should better, I should check that they threw that old summer tire Mm. in my trunk and I pop the trunk and there's the blown tire still there. They replaced the summer tire. (laughs) (laughs) So now I'm down one summer tire and they put it on the wrong rims and everything like that. But like, so this is all to say that this is horribly inconvenient, but here's the thing that really no, got to me. No, no, no. It's this, cause this is, this is, this is just a shitty thing that happened, right? That yeah. I had to deal with you. People blow tires, but 
it felt like so much more than that because I'm sure you understand. Like when you work work as a comedian, when you work by yourself, when you work independently, you're just always trying to get ahead. You know oh yeah, I mean? there's no ahead. You're always and in the no ahead. you're always in the red, and you're just constantly fighting yeah. to see if you can get to the black or the green. Exactly. Yet. So you're like, oh, I'm gonna like even just find not even just financially, but energy wise. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. so now so now a gig that I thought was gonna pay a little bit of money now just cost me money because I had to pay for a new tire. Mm. And now it's like now a day where I thought I couldn't do anything, I then have to just like do accomplish this thing, which is calling book an appointment and get the tire fixed and reschedule things and stuff like that. It was just this kind of constant thing. And I just got to the end of the week. And when I discovered that they had replaced the wrong thing and I just, I just sat there and I was like, I can't make decisions anymore. I'm so burnt out on Uh, dealing with things and like being, you know, the logistics of a gig here and this, can I take that? And I was just like, I can't, make any decisions anymore, uh, which is why we're doing the movie we're doing. (laughs) 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 So we'll get to that. But yeah, it's just like, it's kind of a downer, I know, but it's just like, you know when the whole world just seems against you Mm -hmm. and like you're just trying to get ahead and just keep two steps forward, one step back kind of thing. Anyway, that's just my villain. It's just tires in life and... (laughs) All that stuff. Seven so. breakdowns. Seven yeah. breakdowns. But I'm good. I'm fine. I'm all right. I'm going to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's it. Uh, that's it for us on the podcast. Rebecca, where can people uh, find you? Uh, you can find me at Rebecca Reads at anything of your choosing. Also, I have a comedy album coming out on December 26th. Oh, shit. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's called Buddy. So if you guys want to either buy that on iTunes or you can, if you don't have money, just stream it on Spotify. I just love you guys to hear it. It'd be super great if you could check that out. Really appreciate it. I'm going to throw in my two cents there and say I attended that uh, album recording, and that is a hot album. I cannot wait to hear how it turned out. It was amazing live. You guys absolutely should get it. Uh, And I'm not just saying that because she's looking at me right now. (laughs) She's holding up a sign. I'm going to plug the album. Uh, Yeah, you guys can get me uh, at Craig Fay Comedy, uh, Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, uh, CraigFay.com for show dates. And that has been us for The Villain Was Right. Uh, You can catch us next week when we're doing Christmas Vacation, our semi kind of sort of Christmas month continues. And until next time, uh, this is Villain Was Right reminding you to fill out those formal adoption papers. (laughs) The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. 